0: What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to your next mission from God with Julie Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, saints who found God's will and how you can too. Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered
1: God's will for their lives. Today I want to talk with you about trust Eve, Mary, Thérèse and Faustina. There's a thread here and I want to show it to you because I think it's very very important to our understanding of God's plan for our lives and and how we respond. I'm going to start with Genesis and read just a just a little bit here about the fall of mankind through through Eve's disobedience now the serpent was more subtle than any other wild creature that the Lord God had made he said to the woman did God say you shall not eat of any tree of the garden and the woman said to the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden God said, you shall not eat the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not die for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband and he ate it. We always have been taught, and it's true, the fall of mankind has everything to do with pride, but there's something that we don't consider that is within that pride of the fall. And it's still something for us to be aware of. We can get tripped up by it and that is a lack of trust. Eve doubted God. She didn't trust him. She thought he was holding out on her. The Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that the fall of mankind is due to a lack of trust, that our first parents let their trust in God die in their heart, and it led to this fall. So we see that lack of trust, very linked in part of pride, is at the root of why we had the fall of mankind, at the root of sin. Because if we truly trust God, we'll do what he says. If we truly trust God, things will work out very well for us. He's the creator of everything. He knows us better than we know ourselves. What is the antidote for the fall of mankind and the pride and the lack of trust? Well, it is humility and trust. Our Lord Jesus, of course, exemplifies this humility and trust. God the Father exemplifies it because he trusts Mary with his son. Mary, in turn, at the incarnation. When she says yes, she is not only humble, but trusting our Lord. She's in a situation where her situation's pretty precarious. I mean, she's not, how is she going to explain to Joseph that she's pregnant? How, what's going to happen? You know, she's in a time in history when women didn't have really a, a lot of power over their lives and how things would go. So it took a lot of trust, complete trust for Mary to say, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your word. When she was speaking to the angel, we see that trust turns history around and brings about the redemption of mankind, but it continues in us. And we see this trust exemplified by a couple of saints. The divine mercy message, Jesus, I trust in you, are the words at the bottom of that message. The Lord said for the antidote, the 20th century, which was the bloodiest century in human history, the antidote for fallen mankind is trust in Jesus. Over and over, Jesus spoke to Faustina. And there's one thing that he said to her that I think really puts things in perspective. We don't think of lack of trust as a very, or distrust as a very serious sin, but it is. It's a very serious sin because it cooperates with Satan to bring about our downfall. Trust cooperates with God to bring about our redemption. Listen to these words that our Lord said to Faustina, they're found in her diary. My child, all your sins have not wounded my heart as painfully as your present lack of trust does. I'm going to say it again. My child, all your sins have not wounded my heart as painfully as your present lack of trust does. And this is what Jesus lamented to Faustina over and over, that after all his goodness, mankind still didn't trust him. So when I'm speaking about a lack of trust or distrust being kind of a dangerous thing for us, maybe even a sinful attitude, we have to know that, like Teresa of Avila said, if we lack something that we should have or that God wants us to have, All we have to do is ask him, just ask him if we lack faith, if we lack trust, if we lack humility, ask him. He will help us get that. He will make sure if we ask and we expect him to answer the the, the request, especially when these are good things. Our Lord wants us to have a great trust in him. Our own Archbishop has given us the surrender novena. If you don't have one, you need to go on the Archdiocese website and get one, it, or you can Google it too. It's called the Surrender Novena. It's nine days, it's pretty darn short. It's a game changer for our for our archdiocese. And it's all about trusting our Lord and not trying to take control or attain wisdom in some other way, but to let God be God. And we get to be who we are and receive all the good things that He wants to orchestrate in our lives. The novena, of course, is nine days. And after each paragraph that you read that makes you realize how futile it is to trust in yourself and how we're behaving and how we ought to trust in our Lord and how we can, with confidence, trust Him. Then after each one of those paragraphs that kind of make you think of something, you say the same sentence 10 times. It's a prayer, and this is how it says. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. That's the the mantra, if you will, of the surrender novena. It's very powerful. It's been powerful for our Archbishop, for our priests in many parishes. I really encourage you to get a hold of it because our Lord wants us to surrender and we can only surrender if we trust. It's all tied in. I want to tell you a little bit about St. Therese of Lesue when she was just 14 years old. And in the late 1800s, what happened now, she's, she goes into the, into the um, convent when she's 15, but at 14, before she went into the convent, her spirituality was developing. And there was a criminal in the newspapers that was hitting all the headlines in all of France. He was a murderer and he had murdered three women and it was just all over the place and it was what everybody was talking about and she decided that he would be a person that she would pray for she was developing her little way doing little things with great love and learning about that and and she decided to trust jesus with the soul of this criminal who was by the reports in the newspaper unrepentant he wouldn't Have confession or anything before his execution. She wrote this in her, in her diary. And I'm going to read you one part of it. My God, I am quite sure that thou will pardon this unhappy Pranzini. That was his name. I should still think so if he did not confess his sin or give any sign of sorrow because I have such confidence in thy unbounded mercy. But this is my first sinner. So this is her first project. And therefore I beg for just one sign of repentance to reassure me. So this one time she's asking him to give her a sign so that she knows if this trust, if this little way of trust and love is going to work. And she goes about, you know, to, to save his soul with with, Signs of of love to our Lord and praying on his behalf and making sacrifices that others don't know, even though they're very small. And she asks for a sign and she gets it because when he's led to the guillotine, at the very last moment, he turns and he yells, Father, bring me the crucifix. And he kisses the crucifix moments before he's decapitated the guillotine. And when Therese reads about it in the newspaper, she was elated and she realized that really love, trust, surrender, these are powerful, powerful. If it was the antidote to the fall of mankind for the redemption through Jesus and Mary, it still is today. So we see this being taught through Faustina with the Divine Mercy message, which is the message for our time. And we see this with Therese and she tested it before she was even you know even was a, uh, uh, had made her vows it's something for us to ponder so I highly recommend that you get a hold of the surrender novena I highly recommend that if you worry and have distrust for our Lord and what he's doing in your life that you ask that the Lord give you A strong faith and a strong trust in him and humility. They kind of all go together. And I just wanted to show you the thread, you know, between this, between these women, between even the fall and Mary, the redemption, and Faustina and Therese. We can trust Jesus. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you.
0: You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Ondurco, produced at the studios of matri Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit matri To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org.